I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Monday, February 12th. A person was rescued from the Four River Channel on Saturday afternoon after reportedly jumping from the Four River Bridge. Police received multiple 911 calls reporting that somebody had jumped from the Four River Bridge into the water. At about quarter of four Saturday afternoon, the Quincy Police Marine Unit was deployed and found a person in the water near the fender system of the bridge. That person was pulled onto the Quincy Police boat, the Guardian, and provided medical assistance. Temperature of the water at the time of the incident was estimated to be about 38 degrees. The victim was transferred to a waiting ambulance and then rushed to Boston Medical Center. No further information was available. The driver of a bread delivery truck has been cited after crashing that vehicle into a utility pole in Hingham. Hingham police said the crash happened shortly after 3.30 Saturday morning in the area of 75 Whiting Street, which is part of Route 53. According to police, the truck was traveling east on Whiting Street when it crossed over several lanes and struck a utility pole on the oncoming side of the road. The impact caused that pole to snap in half and land on the truck. Police said the driver of the truck suffered non-life-threatening injuries. Photographs of the crash scene shared by police show the truck involved in the crash was a delivery vehicle for Boston Bread Service, a Massachusetts-based company. The 48-year-old man who was driving the truck was cited by Hingham Police for negligent operation and failing to stay in marked lanes. Police said the man did not attempt to slow the truck down before the crash and may have fallen asleep while driving. Police say Whiting Street was shut down for about an hour and a half following the crash. Tenants of the residences at Merrill Marina Bay in Quincy are being allowed to back out of their leases without financial penalties after complaining that water leaks in their apartments are creating mold that's making them sick. The Bozuto Group has agreed to let the tenants out of their lease after some tenants took the management company to court. Bozuto initially told the tenants that they'd have to pay thousands of dollars to break their lease agreements. After appearing before a judge and entering mediation, Bozuto agreed to let the tenants out of their leases without penalties. Other tenants who did not go to court were forced to sign non-disclosure agreements and not hold Bazuto responsible. Bazuto says they continue to work on making repairs to the building and that they're also suing the builder and the architects of the property for alleged defects in workmanship and construction. That complex is less than 10 years old. Maria Drost Counseling Services in Quincy announcing they've received a $50,000 grant from the Boston Foundation in support of their mission to provide mental health counseling and holistic therapies that are compassion-based and affordable to all in need. Funds for the grant come from the Boston Foundation's Fund for Boston's Future, an endowed pool of funds built over more than a century by generous contributors who want to help the greater Boston community thrive. Every year, the Boston Foundation distributes grants and other resources from the fund to nonprofits serving the foundation's catchments area. Maria Jose Counseling was founded in 1992 in Quincy with the goal of making mental health affordable and accessible by targeting people who otherwise might not receive mental health services. 
The Federal Transit Administration believes that the MBTA has started to turn the corner in terms of safety culture, according to a top T official. Chief of Quality, Compliance, and Oversight, Meredith Sandberg, said she met on a recent trip to Washington with FTA officials who were happy with the T's progress related to safety incidents. Greater Boston's beleaguered transit system has faced a number of safety failures and subsequent attempts to address those issues over the past few years. The FTA prescribed a 38-point corrective action plan to the T following a safety management inspection in 2022, which criticized staffing shortages, a backlog of maintenance, and a lackluster commitment to safety culture. Sandberg says the FTA she met with did not express any specific concerns over the T's performance addressing the safety issues, but said it's important that they stay on track, literally and figuratively. A 2022 FTA investigation tied the safety risks to staffing shortages, as well as communication failures and a pattern of underinvestment in deferred maintenance. Over the past year, the T's been on a hiring spree pushed by Governor Healy, who said it's among her priorities to get more workers at the T. The hiring blitz has been fueled in large part by labor agreements that boosted wages and rolled out retention bonuses, as well as sign-on bonuses for new hires. As of last Thursday, the chief workforce officer, Ahmad Barnes, reported the T has hired 1,493 new employees and internally promoted 543 people since Healy took office in January of 2023. During that same time, 598 employees have left the T, leading to a total increased headcount of 895 employees. Last April, T officials budgeted for an increase of 964 positions at the T in this fiscal year, 14% above last year's budgets. One of the best-known event venues in the greater Boston area is going on the auction block. Lombardo's and Randolph is putting more than 400 items up for auction, including catering and event equipment, furniture, lighting fixtures, including its iconic chandelier and more, with the online auction taking place this Thursday via the Boston auction firm of Paul Saperstein and Bid Spotter. The Lombardo family announced the sale of its property last September and also announced the formation of the Lombardo Hospitality Group, which is behind Bardo's Bar and Pizza in South Boston and Norwood, as well as Off the Vine Catering. Lombardo's traces its roots to a butcher shop in East Boston that was established nearly 100 years ago with the Lombardo family subsequently opening a supermarket in East Boston in the 50s before eventually opening event venues in East Boston and later Randolph. The prosecution and Karen Reed's defense attorneys have not agreed on much, but They did file a joint motion on Friday seeking to push back her murder trial. The second-degree murder charges against Reed for the death of her boyfriend, Boston Police Officer John O'Keefe, two years ago in Canton, have drawn national attention. The state alleges Reed hit O'Keefe with her vehicle and left him for dead in the snow outside of a home. Reed alleges she's being framed at a large-scale cover-up. 
Friday's motion filed by the Norfolk County DA and the defense attorney, David Yanetti, asks the court to move a hearing from February 15th to March 12th, the date the trial was set to start. Yanetti said in a separate affidavit that Reed was waiving her speedy trial rights to facilitate the change. It's not immediately clear whether the motion had been approved by a judge. The motion stated that both sides took part in a conference call last month with the U.S. Attorney's Office for Massachusetts, which said it would produce information for both parties that has not yet been received. The cover-up allegations, which prosecutors deny as Reed denies killing O'Keefe, have turned the case into among the most closely watched criminal proceedings in Massachusetts in years. A check of business news this morning, and stocks are mixed. The Dow is down 54, the Nasdaq rose 196, the S&P added 28. Asian stocks are also mixed. Most regional markets were closed for the Lunar New Year holidays. The dollar fell, the euro rose, and oil at $76 a barrel. Sports Celtics beat Miami 110-106, to and they'll be in Brooklyn tomorrow night. At 7.30, the Bruins will host uh, Tampa Bay tomorrow night at 7. The National Weather Service forecast. For today, partly cloudy and a high of 48 degrees. Cloudy tonight, low of 29. Snowstorm tomorrow could be 8 to 12 inches of accumulation. Potential blizzard conditions at times. With highs tomorrow into the mid-30s, it will be a quick-hitting storm. should be exiting by tomorrow night, and Wednesday will turn sunny, the high of 32 degrees, partly sunny on Thursday with a high of 35. The boater waves about a foot, a northwest wind, 5 to 10 knots, becomes southwest later today, high tide at 1.02 p.m. Sunrise, 6.44, sets at 5.11. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Monday, February 12th.